Happy Monday. How are you? I hope you had the best weekend and you're ready for the week ahead, especially with this episode, because we're going to talk about all the things. And I don't mean specifically get into every possible way to market. I mean talking about not doing that, but covering some of those things so you can get a better idea and feel for what you actually want to do to market yourself to grow. Welcome to the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast. I'm Justine, the marketing expert. Each week, I'll be sharing my best secrets to help you thrive in your zones of genius and joy to maximize your impact and income. Are you ready to learn how to market your business in ways that feel good to you using skills you already have? Let's dive right into this week's episode so I can show you how. I talk to so many people who are using other people's success plans to drive their business growth and then they feel stuck and they don't know why. And nine times out of 10, it's because they're doing things they don't want to do. It's because they're doing too many things because they feel burnt out and overwhelmed and frustrated and they're not seeing results and they feel like they're putting all of themselves into their marketing and they're not seeing the return and it starts to create a source of resentment for them in their business. I'm showing up and I'm giving all the value and I'm in all the places and I'm doing all the things and yet I'm not making the money. I don't have the clients. My conversion rates are low. No one's opening my emails. These types of feelings. We've all been there. You may be feeling this really deeply right now. You may be feeling sad. You may be feeling the weight, the heaviness of putting yourself out there time and time again and not feeling seen or heard or appreciated or validated. It's hard. It's hard to feel those feelings. It's hard to feel those feelings and consistently show up in your business and consistently continue to give and give and give without getting back what you expected and then hearing all the gurus including me sometimes saying what you put out you get back value always comes back to you but sometimes it doesn't feel like that it might not feel like that right now for you and sometimes knowing what you don't need makes it so much easier to see what you do need what you do want, what you're good at, what you love. This is what I call your marketing blueprint. It's not a blueprint, it's yours. It's specific to you. I'm not telling you to do anything specific in your business. My style of coaching is a little bit unique, as it should be, in which I have a consulting background. And I can tell you all day, what I believe is gonna work for your business. But ultimately, you need to decide what feels good to you, what feels easy and fun for you, because that is magnetic. You might have a super visual brand, and I tell you, statistically, Instagram is where you wanna be, because your brand is so visual, and it's all about imagery, and it's all about creating a visual representation of your brand. But you may not like Instagram. You may not wanna be there, and so, begrudgingly you show up and you put in the time and you slowly build a following and it takes forever but you would much rather be on YouTube and that's more effective for you or you'd much rather create something different on a platform that's not typically visual 
where you use the art of storytelling to describe your brand and drive people to your website because that's your passion. That's your marketing blueprint is finding out what your zone of genius is and what you offer and what your audience likes and where they are and blending all the things in your own unique way, creating your own unique marketing plan. You may not need a Facebook group or an Instagram account or a TikTok channel or a YouTube channel or a Pinterest board or a Twitter account or a blog or a podcast or paid ads or lots of opt-ins or freebies. You may not need webinars or challenges or online summits or events. You may not need workshops or even LinkedIn. You may not need an email strategy. None of it. All of it. Some of it. Your blueprint is in there somewhere. It's in that collection of things that you could use, maybe you feel you should use, but you don't need it all. And it weighs you down and it feels hard and frustrating and it takes up tons of time. I always like to think back to my very first business that I started in 2015 where I was a high-level marketing strategist for small business owners and solopreneurs and I grew my business 1,800% year over year. I had three no-brainer offers. I had a website audit, a marketing plan, and a consulting package. Now, when I started my business, I had 30 offers. I had no clients. I was undercharging. It felt terrible. I worked for free all the time, and I was showing up in all the places with all the things. I had every social media channel. I was on every freelancer platform. I was a hot mess. (laughs) I really was. I redid my website at least 10 times. I rebranded before I even put my website out there. I had tons and tons of different marketing things that I was trying. I was blogging. I was on LinkedIn. I was on Facebook. I was on Twitter. I had an email series. I had about 15 different messages that I would put out there. I had multiple audiences. I was trying to work with solopreneurs, small businesses, nonprofits. I was everywhere all the time. I was hustling. I was grinding. I was working so many hours with a newborn, frustrated, making no money. It was terrible. And then I hired my first coach who didn't call herself a coach at the time, but she had this amazing six-week program. It was way out of my budget. Didn't even have a budget, to be honest. And I did it anyway. And I signed up for it, and I went all in. And you know what she told me to do? Simplify. And she actually told me to cold call. And I was very against it and did not want to do it. So before I started cold calling, I worked with her to create a simple funnel. I got my messaging way nailed down. I took my 30 offers and shrunk them to three super simple no-brainer offers. I had three core email series that I sent out and exceptional customer service. I had a buttoned-up proposal and contract, an easy invoicing system that I was able to use, so I presented myself in the most professional way, and then I started cold calling. And my very first cold call was my very first client. I called him out of the blue showed him how I could help him. I told him all of the things that I noticed about his website and his product, and I thought it was amazing and brilliant, and I meant every word, and we talked for an hour, and at the end of the call, he said, where do I sign? And he paid me $3,000, and I took that so seriously. 
I went all in with him. And his $3,000 investment turned into a $70,000 month in his business. And he referred me to people and I started getting in touch with more people. And I built that entire business on referrals. I wasn't hustling. I was making what I wanted, what I felt was fair, what I desired. I started closing contracts that were $5,000 and $8,000 at a time, working way less hours, loving what I did, only working with people I wanted to work with, only taking on projects I wanted to do. One of the most interesting things when I think back to all the time that I spent growing my business in the beginning and thinking about how much time I invested, it was so much more time dealing with mind drama than actually marketing myself, writing and deleting 15 drafts of an email, criticizing myself and looking at my website and changing and tweaking all the little things over and over and over again, editing my contracts, editing the things that I was creating, images for social media, writing new content all the time instead of repurposing. I was working harder, not smarter. And then I realized I'm just going to have fun. I eventually created a blog that ended up getting me ranked on Google on page one And four years later, I'm still ranked number one for a couple of different top keywords in my industry. That's the power of doing things that are simple and fun. Honing in on your zone of genius. Really knowing that there's not one, one size fits all solution. Because the gurus that you hear out there that are telling you that webinars or challenges are the way or that you've got to have a membership site or you've got to have a passive income strategy or you've got to be using ads, those people genuinely want to help you. They succeeded with their blueprint, that blueprint, and they want to teach as many people that blueprint as possible because it's proven to work for them, but it might not be your thing. So instead of going all in on all of these different strategies that you may or may not love, that you may or may not want to do, that you invest in hoping it will be the thing, find your thing. Find your simple solution. Show up as you are using the skills you already have. It's so much easier. The only roadblock you're probably coming up against is the fact that you don't know what those skills are yet. Maybe you haven't been in your business long enough to find your voice. Maybe you're not comfortable enough with marketing yet to know what actually works. Maybe you're someone who just likes to experiment and try lots of different things and that's how you learn the best. Whatever it is, It's just a minor blip. It's just part of your process. And what's beautiful about going through the process of learning marketing and becoming a master at it for your business in your way is that you can still make money in this process of learning and growth. You're still selling in this time. You're still putting yourself out there. You're still sharing your offers. You're getting better at it with practice, hopefully. So keep doing it. And if you want to minimize the time, then yeah, work with a coach. But a lot of people feel like coaching is the thing that's going to make them money. But really, the thing that makes you money is you showing up. Is you showing up to ask for the guidance from your coach? You showing up and implementing what the coach helps you see as your next steps? You showing up in front of people and helping them as you are with all of your gifts? Don't give your power away to a coach. Instead, turn that power inward. See your investment as a move of power. Your investment in coaching is so powerful for you. 
That is proof of your belief in yourself. Take your power back or hold on to it if it's still within you now. Coaches are not meant to make you a millionaire. And I love the coaching industry. So I say this with the most love. But a lot of coaches position themselves in a way that makes you feel like investing $10,000 will turn into $100,000 as if the coaching is what's giving you the return. There are a lot of assumptions being made in this industry. Like if I hire a coach and I invest the $10,000, I'll make $100,000. Because that is the thing, that is the positioning that a lot of coaches use in their messaging. And it's misconstrued. What they mean is... They've been there and they know how to help you. And for your $10,000 investment, I'm just using that as an example, for whatever investment you make with them, let's say it's $5,000 for a mastermind, let's say it's $10,000 for one-on-one coaching, depending on who you work with. You may expect a return because that person says, invest with me and I'll show you how to do that. But you still show up every day and you put in the work and you don't wait for the how. If you have a one-on-one coach, for instance, you might have to wait a week in between calls. You want to feel empowered enough that you can show up and put in the work and not wait for their guidance. You're going to respect their opinion. That's why you hired them. But their word is not everything. They never will know your business as deeply and intimately as you know it. And hopefully that's always the case because it's your business and brand. It's your mission. You're the CEO. They're just there as an advisor. Don't let it hold you back. Let it propel you forward. Knowing that someone's in your corner who believes in you and who will show up and give you what you came for. But ultimately, the return on investment comes from you not the coach. One of my favorite ways to measure my client's success isn't actually through the money that they make. And it's not because I feel money is not important, because it is. I just feel like money is inevitable. I feel like the best success comes from creating a plan for yourself that you love and feel empowered to go do every day, to feel so confident that you don't have to wait around for an answer but you love hearing their perspective and it challenges your thinking and allows you to grow that much faster when you get it. Who's the person that you need to be to create those results for yourself? Who's that powerful woman who's gonna come out and say, I know how to show up for my people. I go here, I do this, I love it, I get this result, I rinse repeat. What's that process for you? Is it having a Facebook group? Is it writing a blog? Is it creating videos for YouTube? Is it running paid ads and a funnel that converts automatically for you? Is it creating digital products? Is it providing one-on-one services? And this doesn't just have to do with your marketing either. It also has to do with what exactly you offer. Do you love your offer? Do you love your price point? Do you love the messaging around it and what people walk away with? Are you super clear about the results that you're providing and the transformation that you're giving and the value that you're sharing? Some of my clients don't like to be online at all. They like to do everything in person. And with COVID, it was really hard to shift online. And finding ways for them to do that, that they could wrap their brain around and get comfortable with, has made some of them so excited to show up online in this new way that they're investing more in it. They're investing in tools to help them do it better and more effectively and creating a really simple process that they can use to outsource some of those parts as well so that they can offload and outsource some of those things that they don't want to do, that they've recognized 
that's not me. One of my favorite stories from this month was a one-on-one client of mine who has an amazing social media presence and she does not like social media. And she's built it because everybody else told her to and she's been focused on it because that's what all these other coaches said to do. And I talked to her for 10 minutes and we got to the root of what she really loves to do, which is write and share her wisdom that way. And we came up with a really beautiful and easy to implement strategy with email marketing that she's so excited to do and share and putting together that campaign in a way that feels good to her and growing her subscriber base that's actually fun for her and taking one of her pre-existing offers and making it free so she could go reach as many people as possible and have them feel so over-delivered to that they show up and ask her how to pay her because she's so full of value that they just can't wait to see what she has next for them, that's powerful. That's more powerful than the thousands and thousands of people that she has following her on social media that she doesn't enjoy engaging with. But because we didn't want to waste that amazing stage and platform for her to speak from, she's going to lean on a team member to go and be part of her business in a really beautiful way and share that responsibility to carry the torch and continue the conversation that way while she focuses on what she wants to do. That's what I love most about what I do, helping people lean into the things that they love and see them actually work, to know that they don't have to follow someone else's plan. You don't have to follow someone else's plan. You can do it your way and you can still be successful. I've done it. I've taught hundreds of my clients how to do it. You can do this. You can make marketing whatever you want. Marketing is just connecting with people that you like in spaces you like to be in. It's all the good stuff. As an entrepreneur, you get to choose. Of all the list of things that I gave in the beginning of this episode, there are 20,000 more things that you could be doing. And you get to decide which ones you want to fold into your marketing plan. It's like a beautiful recipe. You get to add whatever ingredients you want and make a dish that people just can't get enough of, that's irresistible, and that you can repeat with your eyes closed because you're using all the things that you already have in your pantry, and it feels so easy to just pull the right spices and use the perfect amounts because you just make it all the time. And it always tastes good because you don't use any ingredients you don't love. So it's easy and fun and repeatable and creates a result that you're happy with. That's what I want for you. And I know and believe and trust that you can have it. All you need to do is decide to show up and say, you know what? I don't like the thing I'm doing right now. I'm going to change it. Make one small shift today. Make 10 small shifts this month. Make 1% progress and in a year you'll be 365% ahead. That's powerful stuff. That's how you grow. You are worthy of all you desire. You have such brilliance inside of you. The only thing standing between you and the money you desire is figuring out how to bridge the gap. Figuring out your simple success plan, your marketing blueprint, your thing or collection of them that feels easy and enjoyable and authentic to who you are and doesn't stress you out because it doesn't need to. So I invite you this week to have more fun in your business, to embrace the parts of you that you love 
and that you want other people to see and that you're excited to model for other people to see and stand in your power, not give it away. Whether you have a coach or not, I just think you're incredible. Even if I don't know you personally, if you're listening to this and you've made it this far in the episode, you believe that about yourself. You believe in your worthiness and I respect that and I want to see every single person in this world who believes that about themselves to succeed, to feel good about how they market and sell because it's possible to feel good about how you market and sell for it to feel really easy and to actually be a source of joy for you because you created a business around what you love to do and you should love to share it as much as you love to deliver on it. You've got this. I'll talk to you next week. Before you go, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave an honest review. Your opinion matters, and it'll help more people find this podcast so they can benefit from it too. Thank you for spending time with me today. I'll see you next week.